0: We're learning that Chaf Aleph and Beis. We're beginning the bottom of Chaf Aleph and B'Aleph. Rafuna said that uh, when the villagers are uh, are appointed by the army, by the soldiers, to bake for them their bread, so if they're allowed to take a little bit of the bread for themselves to give their children, then it's mutra and yamtev. Because each and every loaf of bread they bake, they could be making it for their children. Otherwise, and the were asked that there was a Misa with Shimon Atimni, who, um, who did such a thing. He he baked, he cooked, he shechted an animal, and he, uh, and he fed it to the uh, to soldiers just to keep them away from everybody else's things. And Rabbi Ben-Baba told them that uh, he was over in Avera. The Torah says, So the Mora asked, according to Rafuna, what's the problem? Couldn't he have uh, taken a little bit for himself? And if he could take a little bit for himself, then it's like the hetter of Rahuna. So Revi Yosef said that eagle that he shekhted was a trefa, And since it was a trefa, he couldn't take a little bit for himself. The Gemara said, but couldn't he take it for the Kalavim? So the Gemara says, ah, that's Makhlekes Tanaim. And that was good for the Tanaim. That um, Shemina Timni held Hakka that he was able to cook it for the Kalav. And that was why he did it because he could take it for his own dog. But, Eberhulah ben Bava held that it's only mutter for Yisrael himself, not for his caliph. And in was no hater to cook for the guy. And the brings his m'cholek tonight. the Tanya, three lines from the Bible. The Tanya, it says in the Pasuk, Ach, Asher, only that which can be eaten by every nefesh, by every person, who levado That you can do for yourself. In other words, all is asr, except for what a nefesh needs to eat that molacha, you can do. So the Pasuk doesn't say a person. The Pasuk says a nefesh. Right? The mashmaus of the word that it says, kol nefesh. you learn from that. I hear from that a nefesh b'mashma. Even the nefesh of an animal is b'mashma. We find sometimes that the word nefesh in the Torah can refer to the nefesh of an animal. Like it says, it says that when you're uh, when you're mazik, when you hit an animal, the nefesh of a behemah, you have to pay for it. So the Pasuk refers to a behemah, a living, a living behema, as a nefesh behema. So here too, when it says, hi nefesh, It could mean even that which is eaten, not by a human being, but by his animal. So Talmud Omar, so for that, the Pasuk says, lachem. It says, levado, lachem. And l'chem means specifically for you, lachem, Not for your dog, not for your animals. So, Basically, it says even though sometimes the word nefesh means even the nefesh of behemah, Here, since it says lachem, it doesn't. If you keep homer, no. takah, No, taka. When the pasuk says L- nefesh the it means even the nefesh of your animal. You're allowed to cook food on yabda for your animals. Af- nefesh, afilu nafsh behema b'mashm. Even that's mashma in the pasuk. In So if even nefesh behem is included, so why does the Torah say lachem? What's lachem coming to include? To exclude lachem for you and not for who? Lachem <laughs> the Not for the of the kachavim. So, I mean, on the one hand, we have the Pasuk nefesh to include behemah. On the other hand, we have lachem to exclude uh, of the kachavim. Now the Gemara says, isa, and why do you see fit, la rabbus to be marbeh from the word nefesh, the kalavim, the dogs, ulohotzin, to exclude from the word lachem the kachavim? Because why didn't I say the reverse? I could say maybe the word nefesh is to include even the uh, ovdek Maybe I could cook for the l'chavim. And the word lachem is for you and not for the klavim. How do I know to say that the nefesh includes the klavim and the l'chem excludes the l'chavim? So the Gemara explains, dogs. The food is upon you, meaning to say it's your pet dog. You have to feed him. Who else is going to feed it? Who else has to take care of it? It's mistaver that the Torah was a matter of a person to cook the food for his animal because, after all, he has the responsibility of preparing his food for him. and I exclude as of the Kukhavim. Because their food, in other words, the responsibility of feeding of the Kukhavim is not upon you. It's not your responsibility. So the Torah wasn't after matter that. So that's what we have, according to Rabbi Akiva, you're allowed to cook for your nefesh behema, you're not allowed to cook for ovdei kochavim. According to B'yosi we would say the reverse. Yeah, and Tejas points out that the halacha is like a b'yosi You're not allowed to cook even for kalavim. And yeah, so it's not the reverse. According to B'yosi Aglili, you can't cook for, 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 for kolafim or for ovdei kochavim. According to B'yikim, you could cook for kolafim, not for ovdei kochavim. But the halacha is like a b'yosi you cannot cook for either. Amr le abaye le Abaye said to abyosif, According to who says that we darsh in lachem, you can cook for you, but you cannot cook for your dogs, for your pets. Hani Sufli, so these Sufli, so Sufli so is the pits of dates. So Hani Sufli, these date pits, the chayusa, for the animals, how do we throw them, in other words, what they used to do was, people would eat dates, and the leftover pits, they would toss them to the animals on Yomtev. Now, what's the question? So, Taisus explains that really the way that uh, these date pits were fit for the animals was by doing mulacha. You had to do certain mulacha to it, a certain tikkun to, to soften it up, whether it means cutting it or grinding it or cooking it, whatever that was, but there was a mulacha involved in preparing it. And since, according to Rabbi Akiva, you're not allowed to do mulacha for the klavim, so this basically should be considered muksa. And what they would do is they would throw it to the animals as is. And somehow, you know, they managed to get something out of it. But it wasn't enough to, meet, to make it not muqsa, really. Because you're not allowed to prepare for the animals, so it's not considered even a maikhubahima. So then how do they take it and throw it to the animals on Shabbos? On Yomtiv, I'm sorry. How do we throw it to the animals on Yomtiv? On so Rev, Yosef told since then you're fit to be used for fuel for a fire. In other words, it's not considered animal food because you can't really cook it, but we can consider it fuel for a fire. We can make a fire. Okay, that's good. If it's dry, a dry date pit, you can use it to fuel a fire. But if it's wet, if it's moist, what can you say then? You can't uh, put it in a fire. It's not going to burn. Well, still, Chazullah has to guttle it fit for a big fire. Maybe a little small fire, you're not going to be able to to fuel with this if it's wet. But if it's really a big fire, it'll quickly dry up and it'll fuel that fire as well. Okay, that's good on yamtiv. But on Shabbos, you can't make fires, you can't fuel fires on Shabbos. So if it's not right for the animals and it's not right for a fire, so how could we toss it to the animals on Shabbos? It should be muktzah. The says you're right. On Shabbos, the only way we can feed it to the animals is luhu agav rifta. We can carry it agav rifta together with bread to the shumel. Like Shumel, Shumel says, "Ose Adam called A person is allowed to do. His own serachim with pass. Meaning, there's a shayla. Do You have to be how much do you have to have for pass. Can you use pass for your own needs? Shumu holds. Yeah, it's not such a lack of covered. Maybe you can't throw the pass, but you can do your own serachim, your own needs with the pass. So here, you can use the pass to carry. As it. a shaila, new it means to put the pass on top of the on top of the the, the pit and then carry it that way. Or it means to put the uh, pit to, on top of the pass and then to carry it that way. Now this, this, this is what the Giras is over here. Our Giras, Rashi's Giras is, this member of Refuna that you can uh, cook for the soldiers, as long as you can take a little bit for yourself, that's not like a Mishu Ben Levi. It's not like a Mishu Ben Levi. Mishu Ben Levi says, you're allowed to invite a guy to be your guest for a meal on Shabbos. But you're not allowed to invite a nachi to be your guest on Yamdav. Why not? there's a like yamtiv, you can cook food. You can cook food for yourself, but of course, you cannot cook food for the nachri. So we're concerned if you invite the nachri as a gift. There's a there's a chashash. You might come to be and cook extra food for the nachri. So why is this not like kafuna? It's not like kafuna because according to kafuna, if I can take a little bit of the food that I cooked for the nachri for myself, it should be mutter So what's the? Uh, so what should be the problem? Rayakovam, says, Even on Shabbos, you cannot invite a guy to be your guest for a meal. Why not? For a different reason. Mishum, because of the leftovers in the cup. Meaning to say, after the Nachri takes a drink of wine from the cup, he'll be left with, um, yayin water, yayin at, wine at the bottom of the cup, which is the like yayin and it's aser bana. And then how could you move the cup? So the Gemara asks, if that's a problem, didan ami? Our own cups also. After we finish drinking the wine at the bottom of the cup, it's dirty, it's disgusting, and why isn't that muksa? So he says, no, didan. Our leftover wine in the cups chazalutain. The it's fit for the chickens. We can spill out the little bit that's left and use it as chicken feed. Ai didu So they're also their leftovers too. Didu nami Isn't that fit for tamei No, like we said, they didu. Their their leftovers isiriananu. It's Yainesech, It's isirianah. You can't feed that to your time together. So that's why we can't invite them because we're going to be left with muks in the cup and how we're going to move away the cup. In fact, the Gemara, what's the problem? Why can't we carry the leftovers of wine in the cup? Ag of the cup, meaning to say, I am allowed to carry a cup. So the fact that a little bit of wine leftover is coming for the ride, why should that be a problem? Doesn't Rav say, I can carry a shovel? it's not specifically a shovel, it's more like a, a, a special shovel that you used to use for shoveling the ash. Agav kitme, together with the ashes in their afogav, even though, the alayhi shirveitim, have broken leftover pieces of wood. Meaning to say, in that shovel, you would burn wood until it became ash. So the ash itself was useful. There's many uses we saw earlier in the Masechta for ash. But the broken pieces of wood, that was not, that was not useful. So that was considered, uh, moksa. But since there is the ashes there, it's okay. So it's a little bit of a question, what's the comparison? Titus deals with it, but basically he's saying the same way over there, I can carry the little shivrei etim, which would be muksa, together with the ashes. So here too, I should be able to carry the leftover wine together with the cup. So the Moshe says, no, there's a different tassel huh? so because there, what are you talking about? Shivrei etim, hananinu, they're not isra, no. And although they're muksa, but the isra of mukta is not as chamar. Whereas, here, by the Yayin left over in the cup, hananinu, the ya'in in the cup is the ya'ina, and Rashi explains that the isra'ana is much more of a or muqtza, and we wouldn't say that it's bottled to the cup. <laughs> but there should be another hatter. For so the why don't I consider the cup with the dirty wine to be considered a grashal ray? A grashal ray is like a bedpan. It's a clea that was used for actually excreting into it. And therefore, it's disgusting. And there's a halacha that says that because of Kavit Ebreus, you're allowed to move a Graf shalrei. You don't have to leave a Graf around. It's disgusting. Chazawar <laughs> So here too, why do I have to leave the dirty cup around? I should be able to remove it, even if it is considered a Mutzah. Amr he said, you're right, you can move it. But is that any reason to invite a Goyi in Graf Lechatchila? Can you create a Graf Shlorei Lechatchila? Meaning to say, we shouldn't, Create a situation where we're going to have to rely on the heter of grafshore. So if you can avoid the situation by not inviting a guy, so he tells you have to do that. The Maisa Adabi Ravala Shmuel, Rava tuk Marshmuel, Vidarshan Didarshan. In other words, Shmuel was his spokesman and he had Shmuel say the following Josha You're allowed to invite an Akhi and Shabbos. You don't have to worry about the leftovers in the cup and making a Grafsharay. You're allowed to invite an Akhi Shabbos. But You're not allowed to invite an nacher on yamtiv. Why not? Because on yamtiv is a gzera, shama, yarve bishvilo. Maybe you'll cook for yourself and together. When you're cooking for yourself, you cook extra for him. Or and that extra food you're going to cook for him will be a problem. It will be done in an oven when it's asr, and chazal uh, goes goser because of that. Marimar umar zutcha kiavamiklo luhunachi biyamtiv. Marimar umar when they would have a guest, a guy coming over on Yamtiv. So, yes, they wouldn't invite, but sometimes the Nachi would show up on his own. He would just happen to come in, drop in, so what would they do? Armel, um, they told them, listen, if it's good for you. In other words, if you're happy and satisfied, we might do with that which we were to up, with that which we made already for ourselves, and nothing more with Fine, that's good, and you can come, and you can eat whatever we have. But if you're not happy with that and you want more food, you should know, an extra tircha, extra molacha, for you, for your sake, we're not going to be tirach. Meaning, this is a disclaimer. He said you want to come, you can come, but you have to be aware we're not allowed to cook for you. You can only eat from what we already have prepared, but we're not going to be able to prepare anything more for you. So the loch is you're not allowed to invite a nachi for Shabbos, and if the nachi shows up, so you have to tell him that you're not going to prepare anything for him. If he wants to eat whatever you've prepared already, that'll be fine. Says the Mishnah. BeShami holds, like we said, there's a hetra and yamtav ach hasher yachel olchal nevish. You can cook, you can do mulacha for that which you need to eat. Food is mutter. So BeShami says only food's mutter. You're not allowed to heat up water to wash your feet unless it's raya right for drinking. If it's raya right to drink, so then that's included in olchal nevish. Who says little no? It's mutter. The same way I can cook food, I'm allowed to also. Um, cook water to wash my feet. And also, says the Mishnah, a person is allowed to make a fire and he's allowed to heat himself with the fire. So now the Shaila in the Gemara is, it says in the Mishnah, sort of, um, a person can make a fire and he can heat himself by the fire. So is that lakul Does Bishami agree to that? Or that's basically speaking. That's the Shiloh. When the Mishnah speaks about making the Madura. Man katani, like who see who's teaching, who says this halacha of mudruah? Divya kali? Is that Divya kali? And even though Beishamai says that you're not allowed to cook up water to warm you, to wash your feet, but Vishanihul Beishamai, Beishamai holds that it's a difference between a hana of your whole goof, la nas ei and the hana of one, meaning to say the Torah says you can cook food to eat. And Beishamai says heating up i making a fire to warm up the whole body. call gufo. That's that's comparable. That's parallel to elchol Nefesh. And the same with the tars matir elchol Nefesh. We can include in that hetter a fire to be mahana the whole calf. But the hanav hanav your feet to prepare water to wash your feet. That's not included in the hetter in the tasser. So that could be yishamai or no, or perhaps duma beisilka tani. The Basil is the one who says that. And the same way that he holds, you're allowed to wash prepare water for your feet. You are to of a fire to warm your body. Who holds <laughs> that only ochel nefesh is muter? looks no different, and making a fire to warm your body is also not considered ochel nefesh. It says in the brayse of the Medura V'Yischemi You are not allowed to make a medura and warm yourself connected to medura. So we see clearly that Beis holds that it's no different to warm up water to wash your feet than to make a fire to heat your body. It says the Mishnah Slow Sha Dabar Ibn Oml Mahum Yuk There's three things. Three Khumras of like Ibn Umliel was Mahmu like Bishamah. Generally the Allah's like Basilo, and Ibn the Amil followed Basilo, he was a descendant of Basil, but it's three things, in three Allahs the Mahmoud like Vishamah. Number one in Tayunsa Khamin Luchat Klub Yamtav, Yana allowed to be Tomin Khami on Yamdu, meaning from Yamtev to Shabis. He was not Tomain, he held Yanala to be Tomane to uh, insulate something hot to keep it warm for Shabbos morning zois and minorura and if the manure fell down you're not allowed to stand it up and maybe put it together on and you're not allowed to make beaten is like pizza you know like loaves greets big big ones big thick loaves Rashi says because there's a lot of tirch involved in that rather could rather thin ones in other words you can only bake thin loaves not big loaves small loaves not big loaves Amr al Gamil then commented and he said, for all, the, from all during all the days of you know my father's house and my family throughout the history." They never baked big loaves. he can only thin loaves. Amrul they said to him, what can we do? Uh, what can we do to your father's uh, home, your parents, and your grandparents?" themselves, but they were but they were certainly go for everybody else. We often in to bake the big bread, and cakes. In other words, that might have been the minig in your home, but that was not what they were manhig. That was not what they told other people to do. The minug always was in Klal Yisrael to bake big loaves, not like v'ishamet. So the Gemara first discusses the din of ein tolminesachamin. Hey chidam, what's the situation when you're not allowed to do atmana? if he made Tafshilin, that allows him to prepare from Yom Tov to the Shabbos. My time of the Beis What's the reason for Beis Why would Beis hold that if you made an eruv tavshilin, you're not allowed to be tovim from Shabbos to Yom Tov? And if he didn't make an eruv tavshilin, my time to Beis So what's the reason why Beis holds that you're allowed to do anything? So I'm Rav Huna. says, "I'll tell you. The case was they did not make an eruv tavshilin, and still, according to Beis Hillel, what could they chayav? what he needs for his life, meaning what he needs to survive, to make it by the Ramatir. Meaning the Allah is, when you make an Arab Tashilin, you're allowed to cook everything that you want, anything you could possibly need. But if you forgot to make an Arab Tashilin, essentially you cannot cook with the Ramatir, and on that, still would say, you could be Talmud, even if you didn't make an Arab Tashilin. And Mishani says, no, you cannot be Talmud. We'll see tomorrow where we see this Allah from.